0: So it was interesting to me, Matt, how both these situations played out quite differently, right? Which is the Bills needed an offensive coordinator, but they already had a guy in house that was doing the job. And they kind of moved quickly to do that. They had one interview, as far as I know, that's was Thad Lewis, former Bills uh-huh. quarterback for the offensive coordinator position. And I think they only maybe had one interview for the defensive coordinator job, but it just took a little while to get there. I guess a few extra days. But it seemed like it was pretty swift. It seemed like there was really no debate. And honestly, Joe Brady did have that one interview. Not like Babbage having three, and it felt like this was just going to happen all along. They just needed to go through the process.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I think, I mean, the Joe Brady interview was a head coaching interview. It wasn't even an offensive coordinator interview, which is pretty ridiculous. I think from the way they talked about it, Deion Dawkins, when they're cleaning out their lockers, said, I think we're going to see Joe again. Josh Allen talking about it like it was almost a foregone conclusion. Nobody could say it because the process had to play itself out, but I got the sense that it was kind of always going to be Joe Brady's job if he wanted it. And I think that it is a good sign that he wanted the job because like we said earlier, he probably, even though he had that one head coaching interview, I would imagine that's a guy who could have had his options if he did not want to stay in Buffalo or if he didn't like the trajectory for himself or for the team.
0: Yeah, for sure. But now it, gets asked the natural next question is okay you have Joe Brady's in-house you can kind of keep building off what you had but let's remember he was essentially I would guess running pretty much Ken Dorsey's offense and then sprinkling in maybe some stuff he wanted to do differently massaging some things I wonder how much the offense changes if at all because Joe Brady's not Ken Dorsey he came from a different Mm -hmm. tree he was doing his own thing he was a coordinator a passing game coordinator for that great LSU team several years ago with Burrow and Chase and, and Chase and those guys and then Je- uh, Jefferson, Jefferson and then he and took, and Clyde Eddler, yeah, exactly <laughs> right and the list goes on and then goes to Carolina. He's a coordinator there. Comes to Buffalo. This is not somebody who came up, you know, with Ken Dorsey necessarily. So I do wonder how all that mixes in. Like, is Josh Allen going to have to learn a new system? He's never had to really learn a new system as long as Ken Dorsey was also running Brian Dable's stuff.
1: I think it'll probably be a similar system with different tweaks. I I don't Mm -hmm. think the philosophy will be completely different than it was the last several weeks, because even if he was using somebody else's kind of, playbook basically if he's using Ken Dorsey's playbook you kind of could get a sense of what he liked and what he didn't like and that was a little bit more balanced than they had had maybe not as much usage from a top wide receiver or not having your offense solely go through that number one person so I think that we can kind of take the philosophies of what we've seen during the last nine games where he was the you know play caller And say, okay, it's going to be a lot of that, but maybe there's just going to be a couple different wrinkles here and there. That was the one thing that was so impressive to me was how he was able to take a game plan and completely manipulate it based off of the different opponents that they had. And I think that's ultimately, we talked about that when they got rid of Ken Dorsey, is the job of an offensive coordinator to get the most out of your guy? Well, it's a lot of different things, but is what's more important. Is it to do what you do, or is it to attack a weakness of your opponent? And I think for the Bills, that's what they did a really good job of doing for the majority of the two months that he was here.
0: I agree with that. I did some numbers as well. Ken Dorsey, under Ken Dorsey, the Bills' offense turned it over 17 times in nine games. Under Joe Brady, they turned it over nine times in seven games. Now, some of that is happenstance and luck, right? I mean... Mm -hmm. James Cook gets the ball ripped out from his belly, you know, Uh going down the first play of the game. Gabe Davis has it go off his hands on a good throw from Josh Allen. But I do think there's something to be said for there were just too many critical mistakes that were being made Uh under Ken Dorsey, which is why, you know, part of the package of why you had to make the change. And yes, there were some critical mistakes made under Joe Brady. They were certainly not perfect. The last game, especially a couple drop passes, but I do think they decreased those number of critical mistakes that they made in games that allowed them to win six of their last seven and five in a row.
1: I think that Joe Brady, I, I've only, I'm basing this off of the very small sample size. I feel like it might just be a little bit more consistent. I think Ken Dorsey's offense had potential and flashes where they were absolutely unbelievable. I think back to the Dolphins game where they scored 48 points, yeah. but then they lay an egg the next week in London and have... I think seven or ten points up until the last five minutes of the game. So it felt like that was a little bit more up and down with Ken Dorsey and with Brady, it was a little bit more consistent. There wasn't any of those games where you threw up forty eight points. I think his highest output might have been thirty four, and that might have come in a loss. I think that, that might was the game overtime the game lost, against the, the um, yeah the overtime, overtime game the Eagles.
0: Then they had the thirty two the following week, I think, against the Jets. You're right. Look, I mean, they started off they scored scored some big points early in the year in some games, Raiders, Dolphins, 20.5 points a game over a six-week stretch from weeks five through 10 until he ultimately was fired. I think you bring up a great point about the difference between the two. It's funny. I went on our Odyssey sister station, the fan in Cleveland, and I had somebody else from Cleveland email me some questions, and it's all about Ken Dorsey. What did he do well? What did he not do well? Because Ken Dorsey has now been hired as the offensive coordinator in Cleveland, even though he won't be calling plays. Kevin Stefanski will be. And that's exactly what I said. So you tell me you think I was right when I've said you tell like is this the right response if someone asked you? Because I've been asked, and I said, look, to me as big as failing was, it seemed like he did not specifically game plan enough and just said, hey, we're going to do what we do and make the other team stop us. And I think that hurt them um, of several times. But the other thing, I think we kept hearing from players, Matt, they were having too much on their plate. They kept talking about simplifying things and you know trimming things down. And I think that's maybe why those critical mistakes I bring up. Maybe that's why it didn't happen as much under Brady, because they were just a little bit more focused on the execution than trying to do too much.
1: With Joe Brady, they averaged 27 points a game. I just did the math quickly while you were talking about that. I also was on Cleveland TV, and the question was asked about Ken Morrissey, like, is it a good hire? And my answer was, it's a good hire if he understands like what he has and the best way of using it and how to attack his opponents. And I think that because Defansky is so good at that, I also think there's something to be said too. He was learning on the job. That is a yeah. very hard thing to do. That's why Joe Brady should be set up for success easier because he was an offensive coordinator in Carolina and he had nine games as an interim offensive coordinator in Buffalo. So it's not like he is learning how to do an entirely new job. It's him trying to make the tweaks for a new job. I think that the way that you said it is a good way of saying it. I just never felt like the Bills were comfortable with Joe Brady. It felt like they were always just making a little Dorsey. mistake. Or yes, sorry, sorry. I just never felt like they were comfortable with Ken Dorsey. And for some reason, I know coaching changes often give you a little bit of a boost. It felt like once Joe Brady took over, it just looked a little bit more comfortable.
0: They looked a little bit more confident. And that led to seven more points a game. And there's something to the energy point that Sean McDermott brought up, and he's just not the most energetic dude, Ken Dorsey, and that's okay. Everybody's got their own personality, but you, he's more of a kind of a straight line guy. You know, you don't, he doesn't doesn't really smile a lot. You don't see that kind of thing. He's very competitive, we know that. But Joe mm-hmm. Brady brings a totally different personality. So you know, it doesn't. You, you can win with some, you can lose with some. It doesn't matter necessarily or mean anything, but it is a different departure and a different kind of personality. Well, can I, I take a look thing? at the? Yeah, go can ahead. Can I say ahead. one thing?
1: Yeah, what you just said doesn't matter if you're winning if you're winning that stuff doesn't matter but if you're not winning you need somebody who can get the most out of their guys who can bring the juice who can bring the energy and somebody that they can like you know really buy into and that's one of the reasons why i think joe brady worked and ken dorsey during his year and a half didn't because that was the you know that was the mo it was like okay even keel i mean remember maybe there's no direct correlation to this whatsoever, but I remember sitting there in that Josh Allen press conference when he was talking about the low positive and just almost being shocked of like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like I don't Josh Allen talking about being low positive and not trying to let his emotions range too much. I was like, that's why Josh Allen is Josh Allen. And right. I, I don't know if that it. was a Ken Dorsey thing or if that was just a him thing, or if he was talking to Aaron Rodgers too. I don't know the answer to that, but I feel like Josh Allen is at his best when he's screaming at the top of his lungs and you know trying to run through people. That's when he's the best. So Joe Brady let him do that, and that's why in the second half of the year, the offense was so much better.
0: Let's uh, wrap the coaching stuff up on a couple of different things. Number one, no no change with special teams. Matthew Smiley, as far as we know, Uh is still the special teams coordinator. There's been no announcement. Now, his assistant special teams uh, coordinator, Cody Harkey, has apparently been interviewed for a special teams job. I, my, the name you might remember. Some One of the teams requested an interview. Apparently, that's what I read. But, are you surprised that there was no change with the special teams coordinator, um, given some of the struggles that unit had this year?
1: No, but I also don't know if because it hasn't happened yet, it won't happen. Like That could be right. something that happens down the road. Maybe, but,
0: maybe, maybe, depending on who shakes free from other teams, exactly. you, you never know, right?
1: I, I just think that Sean really does think it's execution, not poor coaching. Like, you know, Matt Smiley isn't telling Tyler Bass, go miss this kick. Tyler Bass just misses the kick. Matthew Smiley can put in a good coverage plan for a kick, and then somebody blows an assignment, and all of a sudden there's a gap, and they give up a touchdown to the New England Patriots on the first play of the game. So I thought that maybe he would kind of be the fall guy, but at the same time, I don't know if there needs to be a fall guy because they are also switching coordinators on both sides of the – well, promoting both guys on both sides of the ball. So there are changes. It's not like you have to do a change for, this, for just for the sake of doing the change.
0: No, that's right. And the other thing I would say, the, the, McDermott said something that I think was a very key indicator when he met with us at the end of the season. And, and it is true, but he said all the injuries really did impact special teams a lot because now you're moving guys from special teams to better, bigger roles on – offense and defense, especially defense, and that's where you're getting bulkier special teams and so now you have to use different players even on those units that might not be in uh-huh. those positions, right? So, you know, th- I think that can be something something they've looked at, so we'll see. You're right. I mean, it's not completely set. We don't know. A lot of times, you know, you'll get changes right around the combine time. The other thing with coaching real quick is now the Bills <laughs> still have to, you know, replace Eric Washington on the D-line and probably a quarterback's coach. I think, yeah. even though he didn't have the title, I think Mike Shula was pretty much coaching the quarterbacks, wasn't he? Towards the end of the yeah. season, when Brady was there, and then they and then they hired. Remember, they hired a guy; his name escapes me from the University of Buffalo. Had worked with Joe Brady, but Shula had been a little bit more involved, I think, from what I can see. And he's obviously a candidate. So is Kyle Shermer. Kyle Shermer played quarterback. Um, you know, in college, I think a little bit in the NFL, and he's an offensive quality control coach. So they have a couple of guys on staff who can do that. And then when it comes to uh, defensive line. Uh, I, uh, West Marcus West, I believe that's the assistant defensive line coach. He would probably be the natural to move into that role if they want for Eric Washington. Is there a
1: possibility that the Thad Lewis interview, while I'm sure was a legitimate interview for the offensive coordinator job could also have been to gauge interest in potentially a quarterback coach job? Because if you're, you know what I mean? Like if you're sitting there and you don't know what's going to happen with the Bucks and you don't know what happens with baker mayfield maybe that's even though it's a lateral move it's a move from a team with quarterback questions to a team that has one of the I, so to me when i saw that that was also one of the things that i thought i was like ah maybe this means that he would come be the quarterbacks coach here i, right. I don't know it's just kind of thinking out loud here
0: no no i i think it's always possible right you get to know somebody and you talk about all these different roles and things hey if it doesn't work out you don't get a coordinator job what you What's your intentions? What do you want to do? What if we have an opening here for a a different role? All those things can happen. So in the next couple of weeks, I'm I'm sure we're going to get a lot of answers to these questions. All right. The NFL itself had some major coaching changes and news, and Matt and I have some rankings we need to get to.